The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, 4 o'clock on the East Coast, here to talk about the game of the year going down on Thursday night football. Not sure if you guys can recognize the sarcasm in my voice now after all the pods that I've been on, but... Hey, here we are, and joining me, as usual, on Thursdays to break down the player props for Thursday Night Football and for NFL this season, the voice of SGPN is my main man on the West Coast, Rod via Gomez. Rod, hey, are you? I know you're more excited about this game than I am. The barn burner that is the Bears <laughs> and the Commanders. I mean, if there are points to be scored... These teams are allergic to both of it, so I don't know that it's going to happen at all. Uh, we saw just a clunker last week, and and I mean, I don't have much hope for this week either, Munaf. Can it get any worse than last week, Rod? Can it really? According to social media, no. That was the worst <laughs> game played in the history of the NFL, if you ask anybody on Twitter. <laughs> we had no touchdowns last week. We had, what, f- seven field goals last week. Oh, it was just atrocious. And uh, look, we're going to be transparent. I don't think my props did any, any well or any good. It, we're just going to forget about last week. We're going to just throw it away, put it in the dumpster, and, and start with uh, start with a new week here, and hopefully we can find some winners. But um, yeah, you mentioned it. Chicago Bears and the Commanders. I just don't know, Rod. I, I'm speechless. I, I just I just don't know. But, hey, look, we're going to try to give out some winners, Rod. That's what we're going to try to do. Uh, but what's been going on around SGPN, man? I know you've been busy with NASCAR and F1. And you guys have been cashing tickets over there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it's been a pretty uh, lucrative couple of weeks for both F1 and for NASCAR. There's a lot of chaos going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, definitely had some good runs the last couple of weeks. And we're about to wrap up the season for both of them. Uh, but the shows will continue. So if you're a fan yeah. of, of the NASCAR gambling podcast and the F1 gambling podcast, don't fear. It, it's a short off season too. We're only a couple of months and then we're back to, to regular season action. So um, yeah, great stuff. But yeah, our props moon off. It's just uh, that uh, short of last week. I think we've been having a good run so far too. Yeah. Short of last week. Um, not, yeah. I mean, we've been doing pretty good. I think that I, I've been at least trying to go three and two, uh, every single week, I know Ryan joined uh, Ryan Mack joined me on uh, for the Sunday games last week. I think we had a pretty good day. So hopefully we can start week six with some winners in this game and we'll carry that into the Sunday games as well. But Rod, let's just kick it off, my man. Uh, we'll give three player props each. We'll talk about some touchdown props if we do have any. Uh, hopefully it's on a lot night. Not like last week where we did have any touchdowns, but I'm sure I saw a lot of tickets. I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, on Twitter that there were actually people who got down close to 101 odds on no touchdown being scored uh, last week. So at least somebody won something last week. But, hey, Rod, let's kick it off. Bears, Commanders, player prop number one. What do you got, my man? 
It's not a bad idea any Thursday night, I guess, from here on out to throw yeah. a little bit of money on no, no touchdown scored. Uh, but all right, I'm going to start out with, uh, because I think this game is going to be an absolute just, you know, it, yeah, it's just going to suck. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Carson Wentz over a half a touchdown. Munaf, this is a plus money. Buddy, I, I'm not quite sure what the books are feeling about this one. This is at plus 145 if you can find it. Wentz has six interceptions so far this season. He threw two versus Jacksonville, one versus Detroit, two versus Dallas, and then one versus Tennessee. The only game in which he did not throw an interception was against the Eagles, uh, ironically enough. But here's the thing, man. This guy is just, in fact, his 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 coach even said it. He's the trouble. So you think he's not going to go out this, this week and feel... Even though his coach apologized, which, of course, he's going to, uh, but you still got to have it in the back of your head that your coach just called you out for being the problem. I know you're going to try to clean up your game, but that still weighs heavy on you. Uh, Plus, look at the Chicago defense. They've had at least one interception in all but one of the game. They picked off Davis Mills twice. The only game they didn't get an interception in was Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but you can kind of get that away because Rodgers barely ever throws interceptions. So uh, this Bears defense is hungry. Carson Wentz is playing terrible football, so uh, I think he's going to get uh, an interception easily. And at plus money, please line me up for this one. Yeah, I'm guessing you're moving lines now because I'm seeing this all the way up to minus 110 now, minus 120 uh, on on some of the books uh, right now. I win bet they have it at minus 130, but did they did they move it? I'm guessing it was probably a a, a wrong number, but look. You laid out the numbers. I don't care if this is minus 200 If for him to throw one interception. I'm going to gobble that up all day. Look, look, the amount of passes that Carson Wentz does throw, um, this running game is pretty much non-existent for the Washington Commanders, right? I mean, I think week one was the only where, where, week where I think Antonio Gibson had a pretty good week. But other than that... Right now, this team has ran for 445 uh, yards on the ground at 3.9 per carry, and that's really been 77 of those yards have come from Carson Wentz. 60, sorry, 54 came last week against Jonathan Williams. But we're talking about the passing game here. I mean, you laid it out right. Historically, Carson Wentz, he'll he'll make the mistakes, and we've seen it, especially in the red zone where he's just trying to pull something out of his ass, and it just doesn't happen for him. And He's thrown at least one, like you said, in four out of the five games so far. Um, and and again, this Bears defense for how bad it is on the ground. I think their passing, uh, their pass defense has been pretty good. And you laid that out again that they've had at least one interception um in uh in, in four out of the five games so far. So yeah, sign me up. I'm sure Carson Wentz will make a mistake here in this game to throw an interception. Um I'll stay on the quarterback side as well. I'm going to go to the other side. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. And this was, you know, when I was kind of looking through this, this, this really kind of caught my eye. And it's kind of going both ways, both on Chicago's offense side and then the defensively for the Washington Commanders. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Fields' longest completion over 32 and a half passing yards. And I, this play is really more so of me fading the Commanders' defense. Now, I know that. Justin Fields has his passing yards have been set at an all time low for quarterbacks. I think maybe in the history of player props. Um, And again, he hasn't had that success throwing the football, but I will say this in three straight weeks so far, Justin Fields has had long completions 
of 47 yards, 52 yards, and again, 47 yards. And I think this is where it really tipped the scale for me to take this play is the Washington Commanders defense has allowed every single quarterback that they faced this season to throw a long completion of at least 45 yards. Commanders defense, uh, pass defense, I'm sorry, ranks number 30 out of 32 teams in opponent yards per completion and number 26 in opponent yards per pass attempt. I'm not asking for 40-plus here, Rod. I'm just asking for 33 yards from Justin Fields as a long completion. Like I said, he's done it in three straight weeks, so maybe they found something in the passing game. I know Darnell Mooney has been a big part of that for the Bears. Hopefully he's able to find one for a a 33-yard pass here. Um, And again, just completely fading this commander's defense here, Rod. So I'm going to take Justin Fields, longest completion, over 32.5 yards. It might be the only one that he completes all night, all day, uh, night long. But yeah, if that's the only <laughs> one he completes, uh, it, let's hope it's a bomb to to Darnell Mooney. But yeah, I mean, I can't argue with you on this. There, there's a lot that Justin Fields, when they turn him loose, they turn him loose, right? I mean, it's yeah. not like he's dinking and dunking all over the field, barely throwing eight completions anyways per mo- most games. So yeah, I mean, there's there's really no way uh, that it's going to be that he's throwing a bunch of, of short passes. It's going to be a few long passes to see what he can hit, uh, but it'll end up being the running game for them as well. So I, I like that. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure. It's gonna come, I'm sorry. Uh, pretty sure it'll come off of the, uh, a play action pass for him. Uh, probably a bomb down the field. So at least we'll root for some type of offense this week after what we saw last week. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be surprised to see him off of the, off of the bootleg too. And, you know, kind yeah. of rolling out. Uh, to to tuck the ball down the field. So uh, I'll give that one. All right. Uh, Give you... uh, So there was a weekly special uh, on the books for a uh, Montgomery and Robinson under uh, 116.5 total yards. I no Mm -hmm. longer see that line. They must have uh, really picked that one up and took it off. I'm telling you, man, never, never research this show in the morning because by the time we get to the pot, it's gone. So here's what I'll do. I'll shift it and I'll give you David Montgomery under 63 and a half rushing yards. Uh, yeah. This is at minus 130. And this time I'm sure it's at minus 130. I'm looking right at it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand sometimes when I pull stats, I'm pulling very quickly. So, like, I, I, I'm not trying to make numbers <laughs> here, but my mind works faster sometimes than my mouth. A man uh, does 10 podcasts a day. Give him some. Uh, <laughs> We're busy people. (laughs) So anyways, Montgomery is under 63 and a half rushing yards. This is at minus 130. Look, the guy's only got 179 total yards at all in five games. One game he's had over 26 yards, and that was 122 that he had against Green Bay. Washington's only really allowing uh, 89.4 yards per game uh, so far. So it's not necessarily uh, that they're allowing a ton, and that's to the entire position. So that's mm-hmm. multiple people carrying the ball. Um, and, and only one, only uh, Derrick Henry has gotten over 100 yards uh, against this this defense. So, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's not necessarily a, a huge thing that he's going to rush for 63 yards at all. Um, yeah. So I, I think here's, here's the, the, something that really sticks out to me about this Washington Commanders defense here, Rod, uh, their rush defense, at least over the last three weeks. Uh, opponent yards per rush attempt, Washington is only allowing 2.6, which ranks number one over the last three weeks. Um, and then you take a look at uh, just overall the rushing defense on the ground. Opponent yards uh, per game last three weeks, 
Washington, number three, only behind the Tennessee Titans and your San Francisco 49ers. So, you know, maybe it is on who they faced. Maybe it, they've just, you know, improved on the uh, rushing defense side. And I quickly want to take a look here who they've kind of faced over the last three weeks so kind of we could kind of put it into perspective. So they had the Eagles rush rushing attack, which we know that is a rush first team, right? Right with, with Miles Sanders. Um, you know, they have Gainwell that they throw out of the backfield. Justin, uh, sorry, uh, Jalen Hurts. We know our running co- quarterback. Uh, two weeks ago against the uh, Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard combined for 27 attempts for 55 yards. And like you mentioned last week, Derrick Henry, King Henry was the only guy for them uh, that uh, had 100 yards against this uh, commander's defense. And it took him 28 attempts to get there, Rod, at 3.64 yards per carry. So, yeah, I, I think that this might be a game where, number one, we know that uh, David Montgomery is coming off of the injury, so he might not, number one, not get as many rush attempts. And you're also probably going to see Khalil Herbert somewhere in that mix as well, trying to run by uh, by committee. So, uh, yeah, I like that. Six to three and a half, I think this is going to be a tall order for him to uh, get against this Washington Commanders defense, who's been really good over the last three weeks. Amen. Uh, all right, let me get over to my next player prop. Uh, I am going to go... I'm going to go with the wide receiver on the commander's side. That's going to be Curtis Samuel over four and a half receptions. Um, shockingly, you know, with scary Terry, Terry McLaurin on this um, wide receiving group, along with Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel has been that guy for the commander's offense and the receiving group this season. He leads the team in both targets and receptions on the season. He's gone over this number in four out of the five games so far this season for the Washington commanders. And he's averaging nine targets per game for the Washington Commanders. So I think Samuel should be lined up in that slot uh, position um, on the offensive side. I'm sorry for the Commanders, where he's had 165 total snaps this season for the Commanders. And I know defensively that the Chicago Bears have struggled against that slot position. So I think this is a great recipe of success for Curtis Samuel to have at least five receptions in this game for the Commanders' offense. When I uh, looked at these. Uh, props earlier when i was you know prepping for the show here rod this number was at four and a half at minus 120 that number has now skyrocketed to minus 140 at least uh, as far as uh, as far as the juice goes on this so hopefully you know if you shop around and you're able to find the numbers on your respective books i think that you may be able to find a little bit less juice but i still like this number at four and a half uh for um curtis samuel right now over on win bet our presenting sponsor it's at only minus 125 so i think samuel can get five uh, catches here rod well with Jahan dotson probably missing this game that's definitely gonna get him uh skyrocketed up as well <clears throat> obviously Jahan dotson dealing with that uh hamstring issue so may end up missing this week that's gonna boost everybody's numbers on that receiving squad so i, I definitely see a path for that yep all right, before we get over to our next player props, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, like I just mentioned, Win. Thinking of joining Win Bet now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Looking to join the Win Bet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on Win Bet odds wise gets a $1,000 free bet. 
Last week, someone turned a $6 parlay into a $4,000 plus winner, and they got a free bet courtesy of WinBet of $1,000. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment. For a fraction of the price of cable, watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and also get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's f-u-b-o-t-v.com/sgp. All right, Rod, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Let's get to a player prop number three. What do you got? All right, so because of last week and what we witnessed, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to do this. Put a little something on both of these field goal kickers to hit over one and a half field goals. That's their mark this week. Over one and a half is the, is the mark to hit. For Cairo Santos, it's juiced at minus 110. But for uh, Joey, uh, Joey Slyle, it's actually plus 105. So, you know, for Joey Sly, you're going to you're going to get better odds if he hits two. But if this turns into a gigantic kick fest again this week, uh, have both sides of it and cash both of these, because yeah. I'm just saying that that we've seen now that these Thursday night games really deteriorate quickly when they do. So if this is a battle between the 20s and these kickers are as active as they were last week, I mean, what you said, we saw seven on, on Thursday night. So, yeah, 12 to nine, right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't see uh, a way that we shouldn't be able to see at least six points out of these kickers uh, as far as field goals each way. So it may be the only points we get all night. It may be some of the the most active people on the field. But like I said, at one and a half, this is definitely worth taking both sides of this one. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if we're talking about betting wise as well, the the books are expecting this to be another low scoring game on this Thursday night football game. And I think, you know, it's a representation of this, these offenses as well. Right. Right now, the total is sitting at 38 points. Last week, we got 21 points. And I know it's two completely different matchups. But again, I think both these teams do tend to struggle offensively. Um, And you took a look at Cairo Santos's numbers over the last two weeks. Uh, he's ha- he's made uh, three field goals each in both of those games, and they've been uh, half of those, three out of those six, were 50 or more yard field goal attempts by Cairo Santos. So let's say they're on that 35, 30 to 35 yard line. It's fourth and three. I'm pretty sure they're going to throw kick, uh, Cairo Santos out there to kick that, that kick the field goal and just get the points right because points are going to be at a premium in this game. Now, what does being saying that is probably going to turn into a shootout where it's going to be like 31 30. But <laughs> um, I, I think you, yeah, I think you got to take the kicking props uh, in, in these games. And again, I, I just think that if the opportunity presents itself for both of these coaches to get points on the board with their kickers, I think they're going to go ahead and take that opportunity. Um, 
whether that's you know within the red zone or if they're outside of the red zone and if it is a long field goal attempt like i mentioned caro santos has been able to get uh he's made three three of his six field goals that he's made over the past two weeks have been 50 or more yards uh for him so uh yeah love that uh for my last player prop i'm gonna go with a a guy that made his return last week uh after you know getting shot at uh he missed the offseason it's just an incredible story for him to come back Got shot in the leg, um, and I think that – I'm not sure if you caught this on, on Twitter or not, Rod, but he came out uh, his introduction to Many Men by 50 Cent. I think that was uh, that was pretty cool. But um, I, I think more so for me here, Rod, is I'm really just fading the Chicago Bears rush defense, right? Um, you take a look at what they've done over the past three – or sorry, the past uh, – sorry, first five weeks uh, – I'm going to go ahead and 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 just break this down for you here. So running backs against the Bears so far this season. Week one, in that monsoon, we had the 49ers that only got 60, uh, sorry, 63 rushing yards. I'm going to throw that one out the window because of when, uh, the weather conditions. Week two, Green Bay Packers, A.J. Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones combined to go for 33 attempts for 193 yards. Texans, Damian Pierce, 20 attempts, 80 yards. Against the uh, New York Giants, the Bears, sorry, the New York Giants against his Bears rush defense. Saquon Barkley, 31 rush attempts, 160, sorry, 146 yards. Last week, Dalvin Cook, I gave this prop out uh, uh, on Sunday on my Twitter. Dalvin Cook, 18 rush attempts, 94 yards, 5.2 yard, uh, 5.22 yards per carry. On the season, they are average, or they're allowing teams to rush. Per attempt, 4.68 yards. And I know that Brian uh, Robinson came back last week probably trying to get his legs back under him and, and get up to game speed where he only had nine attempts for 22 yards. But I think this might be the week where they feed him the ball a little more, and I think that he's going to be able to get over this number right now, which I see at 46 and a half. Um, again, it's really me just fading this, this Chicago Bears defense. We've seen almost at least one running back do it every single week against this Bears uh, rushing defense. I think that Brian Robinson is going to be that guy this week. I'm going to take over 46 and a half on his rushing yards uh, this week, Rod. Yeah, I mean, you've, you like you said, nine carries, 22 yards. That's, that's his first game back. 22 yards, yeah. he was almost halfway there uh, as far as hitting this goal. So really, they're just asking him to do twice as much as he did last week, which again, in his second game ever as a pro, I feel like that's something that can easily be attained by him. We saw the talent. We saw, we, we, all eyes were on him in the preseason, obviously until, uh, until the tragedy happened, but he's yeah. back now and he's yeah. strong. And, and I think you, you got to be confident, right? Coming back on the field after being shot. Like that's, that's a yeah. big morale boost to you. So you're going to go out and prove yeah. something. And yeah. He's got a lot to prove. And this Tennessee defense, I mean, even last week when they played uh, the Commanders, uh, like I mentioned, over the last three weeks, Tennessee, the number one team uh, in at least uh, – sorry, the, yeah, the number one team in the rushing yards allowed. I mean, the least amount allowed. So they are the best rush defense over the last three weeks. And if you take a look at opponent yards per rush attempt as well, Washington is number one. Uh, like we talked about, that's why you're fading David Montgomery. In, uh, and um, Tennessee's defense last week against the Commanders, uh, they're number two over the last three weeks. So I think that going up against a much, much, much worse Chicago Bears rush defense here, I think that Brian Robinson should be able should be able to find some success on the ground here uh, against the Chicago Bears rushing defense. All right, so that is three player props each there, Rod. Do you have any more you want to give out? Or you want to get into some touchdown props here? 
Uh, we can get it some touchdown props. I, I felt icky picking them, but I, I think uh, I picked one that I, I may hit, think it hits. Okay. I am going to go with I'll, – I'll kick it off here. I'm going to go Justin Fields. I'll give you any time touchdown, Justin Fields. at It's at plus 235. And then I'll give you a first touchdown as well, Justin Fields, 10 to 1 right now, uh, sitting over there on, on, on the respective book. Look, I, we know the scrambling ability that Justin Fields has, right? Last week we saw it where he had that 50-plus yard – uh, rush against the Vikings, which is only called back because of a block in the back by one of the uh, receivers there. But look, he has that scrambling ability to not only find the end zone, but also maybe quarterback sneak the, sneak it as well. So I think Justin Field is live here, plus 235, anytime touchdown score and first touchdown score, Justin Fields at 10 to 1, Rod. Yeah, I like the quarterback sneak aspect of it. They get down close enough, they'll be able to use him to just uh, get around the defense and get it. So, like that, um, I didn't, uh, I didn't necessarily enjoy any of these uh, for that matter because I definitely thought it was gross. But if there was one, I wanted to pick Jahan Dodson. Unfortunately, Jahan Dodson's not going to be playing, so he's not even listed on the thing. So uh, I just went ahead and said Antonio Gibson anytime. TD. I, I feel comfortable giving this one uh, out. He's at plus 255, and I'm reading that correctly. That is anytime TD, plus 255. <laughs> um, he hasn't scored a touchdown in his last two games, uh, but the Bears did allow Dalvin Cook to score two touchdowns against them last yeah. week. I know Brian Robinson's back. I know that he's going to probably be the, the ball carrier that gets a lot of love this week, but Gibson's still there, and he'll probably end up getting work inside the 20 where Robinson will probably get him there and then yeah. they'll put, bring Robinson off the field and put Gibson in to try to score that touchdown. So, um, yeah, I think he's as good as any, and I like, I like the, the odds of this Two fifty-five is, is actually good. Well enough priced for anyone in this game to score a touchdown, to be honest with you. So, uh, yeah, give me Gibson anytime TD. Brian Robinson runs for 50 yards, gets tackled out of the one, and they put Antonio Gibson in to put in the <laughs> touchdown there, Rod. That's the, that's the formula we're going with this week. Um, yeah, I mean, last week, you know, you mentioned Jahan Dotson didn't, wasn't able to go for uh, the Washington Commanders, and De'Ami Brown shockingly stepped up as a touchdown scorer. The only two touchdowns they did score did the Commanders were both uh, from Carson Wentz to De'Ami Brown. So, um, you know, if you want to maybe find a sneaky guy, uh, for any time touchdown, another one I'll throw out there. Deami Brown is at plus 370 uh, to score a touchdown for the Washington Commanders. Um, so I'll give one for each side there, Rod. All right, Rod, before we get into best bets here, let me tell you about our other sponsor, Odds Trader. This is a huge tool. And I know, Rod, you, Justin, and uh, um, Ryan use this when you do the NFL gambling podcast, when you guys do the look-ahead lines. Odds Trader, it's a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. It's a great tool to have. Number one, you can you, uh, you can use it to find out the different sign-up codes. If you're a new customer, you get those new codes, new promotions to kind of maximize your bankroll from sportsbook to get the best deal. And the app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So, you know, if you don't want to use your Excel sheets on your computer, it has a bet tracker for you. Just put in your bets. 
and they'll keep track of all the games that you're betting and your betting activity. So you can go back and look at it, you know, whether you do it on Sunday night, Monday night, whenever you do it after you're done betting. So to take advantage of Odds Trader, all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, Rod, let's close this out strong. Uh, let's get into some best bets here, my man. Uh, I'll give you the floor first, buddy. What is your favorite player prop, your best bet uh, for the Thursday night football game? I'm torn. I like both of the chaos. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you the Wentz over a half of an interception. Uh, again, this one just seems like it's going to hit. I, Wentz is going to be too too distracted. He's He's still trying to prove that he's he's a better quarterback than he is but he just throws interceptions and and that's something you can count on week in and week out so uh, i like that uh because again i I want one that's going to cash this week and i think this is it yep i'm not uh, no argument for me on that one uh we know carson mintz as far as the passing yards are always there but the amount of times this guy has to throw the football there's always going to be at least one mistake in there and he's done that what for the first five weeks here uh, for the NFL season uh, for my first player. or oh, sorry. My best bet. First player problem. Best bet. Uh, I'm going to stay on that uh, commander side as well. Hopefully Carson Wentz is able to find Curtis Samuel at least five times for receptions. This game, uh, I'm going to go over four and a half uh, receptions for Curtis Samuel currently over on win bet. See that juice at minus 125. So hopefully you guys can get to this before uh, that was uh, that the big moves a little bit there, but I think I, I really, I mean, not I think, but I do love this bet. I talked about how Curtis Samuel leads his team in receptions. He leads his team in targets. He's done it in uh, four out of the five weeks. And I talked about how the Chicago bears defense really struggles in that slot position where Curtis Samuel should be lined up uh, for this commander's offense. Um, 165 snaps there in that slot position. I think that he's going to be able to get this done here for uh, the Washington Commanders and my best bet for the prop cast this week between the Bears and the Commanders, Rod. All right, that's going to do it. 30 minutes. Hopefully, we got some winners in there, Rod. But anything else we need to mention? Anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Uh, just follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. You can find all of my work there. There's a link in my bio to take you to the uh, podcast that I do for the SGPN, for the writing that I do for Sportsbook Review, uh, to the in-between media folks over there as well. So uh, lots of stuff going on. Keep track of it all on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Yes, sir. Follow my man at RJ Gomez over on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Make sure to check out the NFL Gambling Podcast, um, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, F1, CFL, Fantasy Football, Tennis, NBA, right around the corner. We, we just finished our last uh, division preview. We're going to get into the awards markets as well. And season kicks off next Tuesday, so I'm definitely excited for that. Um, a lot of great things happening over on the network. Just make yourself make it easy for yourself to download the app SGPN right there in the App Store or the Play Store. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review, please do so. We really appreciate it. It only helps to grow the show. And I know we have uh, hockey guys are going to do doing props on the propcast as well, and then NBA we're going to have props as well. So more props for you guys. Hopefully, more money that we are going to be putting into your wallets. Rod, thank you, my man. We'll be back later this week for our Sunday props. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.